Sobola, Ichibengelo, to the Bait and Switch podcast. Join us for the conclusion of our interview with Tom Vanderpool and Ken Nelton when Ken talks about his adventures in strip mining. Did, did you call Digger's Hotline first? Because yeah. this is a problem. Eight feet. No, not no Digger's Hotline. <laughs> did you hit the mantle? That no, a, we no. didn't get quite that far. We hit, we got clay, but that ran off. Because we had our own pottery factory. Did you grow up in Mesopotamia? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back here at the Bait and Switch podcast. This is the second half of uh, the interview with Jim's friends, Tom and Ken. <laughs> One thing that Jim told me, and you know, trying to get some ideas of what what we might talk about, is uh, Jim says that uh, they refer to. Uh, Ken's place jokingly as a compound and I started thinking about uh, about like preppers are you a prepper no I'm not a prepper it's a little bit I, I like being prepared I don't have large quantities of food sitting around he's just <laughs> saying that so we don't go to his compound right, right. when the apocalypse hits there's nothing there there's zombies out here let us in we know you have food <laughs> I like the way everything's a little qualified yeah. start to look at you do you funny. have barbed wire just, around your house we collected barbed wire when we were kids, but naturally, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a given. Yes. <laughs> I, I do have a prepper book. I bought it because I thought it would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Of but course, I that's all. You bought it for a friend. Is really what yeah. you did. You bought no, it for a friend. I, <laughs> I have a friend. Might to be like it into prepping. See, I think the preppers get a bad name. I, I think some of it is. We we get a bad name. He you, said. We. I mean, the preppers. Prepper. You're, you're city boys. Yeah. I, I, I'll relate a little story with my my old boss who grew up in Chicago. And I was talking about, I grew up out in the country. I was talking to him once. He goes, why do you want to live out there when there's nothing there? And I said, nobody bothers me. If I want to <laughs> dig a hole in my backyard, I can go out and dig a hole. <laughs> or, or a shallow grave. Yeah. yeah. And his response was, why would you want to dig a hole in your backyard? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just the kind of it's questions the, you don't want to have to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but my thought is that in a, in a country, when you live out in... We didn't live way out, but you got to rely on yourself. So you learned how to make what? Squirrel traps, rabbit traps, uh, small Some game type of traps. Sure, I think that uh, Bigfoots are preppers. They're always eating that beef jerky, right? That's, <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. That's, a well, common, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's a, a common prepper food, okay. right? Don't mess. I don't right. know why people keep yes, teasing those. It, does, it never turns out well. It seems made. really responsible. I have a food dehydrator. <laughs> yes, you yes, got a food dehydrator. Yeah, it works on solar power. Big freezer. If uh, no food was available, how long could you and your family last right now? I would say, well, it depends on how many of my kids I have there at the time. But I was going to say how many kids I want to save. I would still say only <laughs> only a month or two, really. It's it's amazing how fast you can go through food. Or maybe that's why I'm not With teenage a real kids, prepper. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. they want 55-gallon barrels of stuff, and I only have, like, number 10 cans. Number 10. <laughs> at you don't have those. At least you don't have those uh, big blue barrels like the Dahmer barrel. You don't have right. those, do you? No, I don't. Do you have vats of acid in your house? Is that something? No, I don't have any vats of acid. <laughs> no I acid. have a little bit of muriatic acid for etching the concrete floor before I epoxy With it. the names of your victims. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Just, you know... <laughs> Do you, do you have a bomb shelter? Do you got any underground? Is there? No. Yeah, when you dug no. the hole, what did you turn that into? <laughs> yeah. Well, the one was a mine. Is there anyone in the hole right. now? There was, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the one was a mine. What? You're Close. talking a mine? 
Yes, we we made a mine on the farm we lived on. We dug two holes yeah. down about. It was only like eight feet down. Right. Eight feet. Yeah, yeah. eight feet only. down, and yeah. then yeah. line it with a big sheet of plastic and stuff, and then we'd have a swimming pool. Yeah, because yeah. we weren't allowed we need to water. Go, we weren't but, allowed you know, to go swim down in the river three miles away. Just dig a well. So yeah. why couldn't you make our own swimming pool? Where did you go swimming in the river? Because too far people away disappeared because it was, in the oh, swamp Dysentery lands. or <laughs> TT fly? It, it, which is serious. There were people, every every other year there'd be a hunter who disappeared. The uh, the bottom lands. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah, the Black I mean, River. you got a whole bunch of holes on your property, shallow graves. Every people year somebody disappeared. Yeah, Nobody, Nobody ever found out. We weren't allowed to go there, <laughs> but... <laughs> Did, did you call Digger's Hotline first? Because yeah. this is a problem. Eight feet. No, not no Digger's Hotline. <laughs> did you hit the mantle? Was that no, a, we no. didn't get quite that far. We hit. We got clay, but that ran off. Because we had our own pottery factory. Did you grow up in Mesopotamia? Or what? <laughs> 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 the, the neighbors are the Hittites, maybe, and you got the Phoenicians. The fertile <laughs> crescent in your yard there. <laughs> I got to hand it to you just for making it to adulthood. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about the the prepper, the bomb shelter, right? Yeah, what's the etiquette as far as you probably can't crash a, a, a bomb shelter, right? You can't just show up. No, you get shot. Yeah, yeah. you get shot. You don't want to do the popping, <laughs> right? You don't. Want, you don't want to be fashionably late. You don't want to let in any more radiation, right? You know, you can't be out there knocking on the door. Sorry, run a little late. Don't worry. Come on, open the door. It's good. Dum, 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 dum. Let me in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another thing I'm thinking about is. When you show up at this thing, you don't want to be the guy with just the bag of chips. You got to pick something else. I got the napkins. <laughs> napkins and paper plates. Napkins, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to be locked under there for like a year. You right. don't just show up with Doritos, right? Yeah, you, you've got to be, to be accepted, you have to be a prepper yourself. How do you know yeah. when to come out? Yeah, yeah. Ken, how do you do it? It depends on what type of radiation, radiation you have. Yeah. Is How do you know what type of radiation you have? A uh, dirty bomb, they say, usually like three days, I think, is what it's supposed to be. Oh, really? You have to have enough stuff to, to hunker down for three days. Yeah. Sounds like something my mom would say. That's a dirty bomb. <laughs> That's a dirty bomb. Ooh, I, I just dropped a dirty bomb. <laughs> 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 my mom wouldn't say that. Sorry about my that, mom. fellas. <laughs> my mom. Uh, you talk about your compound. Made me think of Compound W. Who, who Did they isolate it? Did they develop Was it? Was it found? V. Is it is it on the periodic table? The W is that is that compound W? I, th I w. don't I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't I haven't had to memorize my periodic table for a while, but I think <laughs> I no. I think WD forty is though. WD forty is on the periodic table. What about preparation <laughs> H? Is that on the Heinz fifty seven? Preparation H. Preparation H is that on the is that on the periodic table? A1? A1. A1. I think A1 is, A1 is the first element, right? Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. A1. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what could be before A1? It's like, nothing. You know, yeah, nothing. That was kind of a lazy day at the office. What are we going to name this? I don't know. A A1. How about that? Sure, <laughs> write it down. Good, I love it. It's done. A1 is, A1, is there is there a steak sauce as good as A1? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I generally don't eat A1. 
be honest. You know what? I, I don't either, but, but only because I, I like it. I usually, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I just have it out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, um, when I have a steak or, or a hamburger, I usually like to taste the, like the, gr- I usually do it on the grill. Yeah. I usually like to taste that. If I put the A1 on there, yeah. I feel like, I like you A1. See, if I have steak, I don't, I don't like to go somewhere and have just a mediocre steak. Like I don't have it real often. Right. So if I do have a steak, I try to go and have a good one somewhere. And, and then slathered up a sauce. Well, yeah, I mean, no that's insulting. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I think. What they want out of it at that yeah, point. Yeah. So I, I'm just not a, enough of a connoisseur that I figure I can use the A1, <laughs> B2, <laughs> you know, yeah. B3 maybe, <laughs> but so, just so, the yeah. generic the A1 brand. is lost. I'll, on I'll just say this: it's, with it's all much, with yeah. all these weird animals you're eating, you should eat the A1. That squirrel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, squirrel A1 rabbit, is really for squirrel, really. When it comes down to it, maybe that's what's probably in the fight for it on the label. Excellent with squirrel. I was waiting tables way back when, and there was this kid. He was there with his folks at Denny's, and he ordered spaghetti, which he then slathered in a one sauce, and he mixed it all up. Wow, really? It was, it was disgusting. Yeah, maybe it's like peanut butter mayonnaise. You know, it turns out it's oh. pretty good. You were mentioning peanut butter, grilled peanut butter sandwiches. I haven't had people. Have tried that? Like grilled, like a grilled cheese. Like a grilled cheese with yeah. the jelly or without the jelly? With no jelly, just crunchy or smooth. peanut butter. Yeah. Interesting. Doesn't the peanut butter just melt down, run all out? Oh yeah, it's. But doesn't it just awesome. come out under the pan? No, it doesn't. It oh, just yeah. stays in the bread. It looks kind of so kind of strangely bread. turned on when you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Melty, runny peanut butter. So now, when you eat it, do you dunk it in jelly or just eat it like a? No jelly. Jelly has nothing to do with it. Yeah, just, peanut butter sandwich. He said okay. no to yeah. the jelly like four times. No, but no I'm means saying. no. All right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so peanut, fine. Harassment is in the news. All right. Elvis's, Listen. Elvis's peanut butter and banana sandwich. Does he grill those? I doubt what, it. Oh, those are. That, those I grilled? have grilled it with, there you go. with bananas that, that, that too. Does grilled sound peanut good, butter actually. and banana sandwich. Yeah. The grilled sandwich. I was almost. I almost burned down our house making a grilled cheese one time. You guys know uh, the cooking guy on uh, Food Network called Alton Brown. Good eats. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's. He goes, We're going to make the best grilled cheese ever, and he's got this crazy idea. He, he takes um, two cast iron pans. He goes, you got to get these pans rocket hot. And then you, Wait, how you, old were you? Uh, like an adult. This was like oh, three okay. years ago. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, uh, the Food Network was not like 30 ago. years yeah, ago. Three years point. ago, That's you true. were like an adult. <laughs> <That's true. Okay. laughs> I was like, I'm, still, I'm still like an okay. adult. Kind okay. of. You know, and he's got some you know, high-quality bread and some good cheese. You get it, and you use the two pans like a sandwich press. So I don't have cast iron pans, so oh. I run out to the store, drive to several places, trying really? to find. I'm gonna do this. Got to go to like four places and finally find some cast iron pans. Come okay. home. Aren't you hungry at this point? I'm hungry. It's late at <laughs> it's night. Four places. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's like ten thirty or something. Um, Rocking hot. I'm getting yeah. these pans. Now they're not quite glowing yet, yeah. but they're really, really hot. Right. And I get to put the bread on it. It nearly goes up in flames. Smoke everywhere fills the kitchen. <laughs> Smoke detectors are going off. His idea, we have a very different temperature scale, apparently. <laughs> rocket. When he says rocket, rocket hot, rocket I think he means like I think he means like medium high. Right, right. I, I'm thinking you're, thermonuclear. You're like, yeah, right. You're like so. glowing. These right. better, these better right. glowing red. Right. Like you can almost reform them, right. you know, with a hammer and just turn well, it into like a sword. Yeah. yeah, you're in there like making horseshoes out of right. your hands. That's right. <laughs> a blacksmith. Change. All right, give me the red. Get the bucket of oil. Quench the pan when I'm done. With <laughs> gloves on. Tom with the welding I mask that. on to make I need the, the silver reflective <laughs> fire suit. Right. right. <laughs> 
We're ready for the grilled cheese. <laughs> Pouring it out like out of a, a forged bucket. <laughs> what is that? Is that iron ore? No, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> oh man. Cheat up. the microphone. Yep. I was I mentioned um preparation H. Preparation. Are you guys old enough? Uh, are you in the colonoscopy? Age? I haven't had the pleasure. No, you haven't. Have you had the colonoscopy yes. yet? Yes. Honestly, I was freaking out about this. I had not been put <clears throat> under for a procedure. This is true. I was talking to somebody in my office the day before I went in for my colonoscopy, and uh, I said, "How was your weekend?" He says, "All right." He said, "I had to go to a funeral." I said, "Oh, a funeral? I said, what happened?" He said, "Well, this friend of my wife's. She died." She said, "Damn this thing." She died during a colonoscopy. Something went wrong. Oh, oh, right? Geez. Panic. <laughs> like, abort, ah. abort. <laughs> and, and so anyway. Red, red <laughs> so anyway, I was already panicking about this colonoscopy. Everybody told me, don't worry, don't worry. Dude, nobody dies on a colonoscopy. Yeah, right. oh, hardly so, ever. This guy, right? <laughs> so I went in. Jeez. I did the whole procedure where you drink all the stuff and you clear out your system. And I went in. I had the gown on and they had me all ready to go in. And I turned to the guy and said, I can't do it. I can't you backed out. I backed out. They they said they start so reading me the. They start, <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry. guy said you got to get the probe rocket right <laughs> The next time I went in, uh, you know, women with uh, mammograms will sometimes have a buddy system. You ever hear about that? Yeah. No. Well, I I mean I've actually heard about it with the okay. colonoscopy. You make was, a pact. Was, yeah. So I made yeah. a pact with a, a friend of mine to go in. <laughs> And I was relieved when I got that that they didn't have a dual headed scope. I was thinking they were going to take. A, <laughs> I thought they were going to take it too far. Right. I don't want to be that close, right? To yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Even though exactly. I thought that maybe the second one would be half price, it becomes human centipede. <laughs> right. <laughs> but in the end, it turned out to not be a big deal. I got it done. The thing that bothered me the most was when the doctor said that he would tell me my results over dinner. I didn't think that was appropriate. <laughs> well, he, he probably felt like, you know, it's the least he could do is take you to dinner. Yeah. At I, that point. I had the steak and I got the A1. He was offended. <laughs> he said, that's too good a piece of meat. <laughs> I, have you seen those ads for uh, ColoGuard? You've not seen these ads? No. So it it's a, it's a little yeah. animated box and he's talking, you know, how these... These uh, medical ads now have got animated characters, right? right? You've seen the, the like little, a, those are the little schematic yeah. of a person, yeah, and with like a red spot, right? Flashing yeah, like lightning, right? Yeah, yeah. Lightning. Here's your pain. Yeah, right. There, there's like that conjunction over- junction kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's that one for the overactive bladder, and they've got like an animated bladder following the woman around. Have you seen that one? <laughs> following the women around, <laughs> following this woman around. <laughs> Haven't you Wait, seen he's that? He's harassing? One? No, no. He's harassment with his bladder. Well, what it is is the bladder has got arms and grabs the woman's hand and is like, take her to the bathroom. Right? And this I, is for like the a little kid. I got to go. Right. So right. it's like her bladder? It's her bladder reminding oh. her she's got to go. And this is anthropomorphic. Uh, personified. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the bladder is reminding her that she has to go to the bathroom. Okay. I forget. You've seen this. I've right? seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this Cologuard, it's a box. And the idea behind this thing, is you take this the sample at your house and you send it in to have them re- it's it, it's an, a replacement for a colonoscopy. You take a sample, you know, you go to the bathroom, take take a sample, and you send it to a lab. They and can they, tell it from urine. They and it's 
feces. They analyze your feces. They analyze your feces. <laughs> Jim had to send it in three times <laughs> before he realized they kept it was sending the wrong like, This is the yeah, wrong one. Said, oh, like, oh, oh, they want that? This, this, so, this disgusting. So they analyze your sample for no for cancer cells. Somehow really? they're able to... Interesting. Well, that, I mean, that's it's disgusting and interesting at the same time. And I remember seeing these ads. It's interesting. And as I was chicken to go in for the colonoscopy, I thought I'd do that. But I didn't do it. I went in for the real th- the real deal, but I was upset because you know how sometimes you get an idea for an invention and somebody else gets that idea. Yeah, you're know, like, damn it, I should have patented that, right? Right. But I had the idea for the cola guard thing. I had that idea before anybody else, and. Uh, uh, the DA told me that maybe I shouldn't have sent my sample to the girlfriend, <laughs> the ex-girlfriend, oh, yeah. instead of the lab. You're that right. was the problem. That, was, oh, that well. was the problem. He said, you know, he yeah. said you wouldn't have gotten in trouble had you sent it to a lab, but she got it <laughs> she and she complained. Yeah. Don't don't put it in. The lab got a, got a Christmas present by mistake. <laughs> I, you know, I think this? the people that develop things, like me, you, you take the slings and arrows. I come up with the idea for the Colo Guard. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, it's like you're beta testing, right? You want yes. to test it out with her. Like, here, what do you think of this? And all of a sudden, they're all up she in wasn't, arms she about was, it. She wasn't impressed, I'll say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> think of, you're working at the Colo Guard lab. Every day, you yeah. got to open up these boxes of stuff. That's... That, what's worse, so, that or like the recycling center? Or like so the, the, this is a great segue. I'll take the recycling yeah. center this over the yeah. cold. Yeah. 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 A, a great segue yeah. into it. This, <laughs> this is a great story. Good. So yeah. in high school... Yeah. Uh, biology class. Yeah. And we had to do, everybody had to do a project about some condition or disease or something. And we kind of drew them out of a hat. And, uh, one guy in the class, uh, his topic was diarrhea. So okay. he's got to do a presentation, a report, and we had to have a visual aid as a requirement <laughs> oh. of this. <laughs> okay. So he goes up to the counter, the, the, like the lab desk in front of the room. Boom. Puts a big bell jar. Right on. No, and he no. started, and he, he's got the paper and he starts reading his presentation. <laughs> the whole class, including the instructor, is just staring at this jar. Right, right. Never heard a word this kid said. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's filled with something brown. Right. Is that A1 sauce? No. So, so we get, so we get to the, get to the end of the presentation. The instructor's like, I gotta know what's in that jar. <laughs> yeah. And the kid goes, um, I took a bunch of X-Lax. And induced diarrhea, and that's what's in the jar. And no, no that was the instructor's reaction right. too. He's like, "No, that's not what's in there. You've just got mud or something, right?" In there, right? So he goes up and he cracks the jar <gasps> open. He just gets it cracked. He goes, "Oh my god, it's real!" Oh, oh my god! god. And then the kid goes, "Give me excuse I have to go to the bathroom." <laughs> Out. What? Get out of here. Oh, my God. The kid actually brought it to school. Yeah. I mean, oh, is, that, nasty. Uh, is that brilliant or is it is it disturbed? It's disturbed. That's disturbed for sure, yeah. Am I, I disturbed know, for what I don't know. brilliant? <laughs> what, I, what I don't know is actually how he actually physically got it in the jar. And you don't want to know. No, yeah. I don't really want to no. know. Yeah. I don't know. You gotta... That's, yeah. Oh, wow. Geez. That's... That's, yeah. that's 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 nasty. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I want to go back to the guy at the Cola Guard factory that's got to open up those jars every day. When you walk your dog and you got the plastic thing over your hand, right, and you pick up the poop. Oh, right? that's bad. No, I don't have a dog currently, but that's what people do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, even when I do that, I hold my breath. Even mm-hmm. just dog poop, I hold yeah. my breath. Do you? There's oh, that yeah. weird feeling. You don't? Uh, 
Yeah, just breathe it. Just leave it there. That's <laughs> <laughs> the neighbor's yard. Uh-huh. Do you remember a time? It wasn't that long ago where people did not do that. I remember growing up, nobody picked yeah. up dog poop. Harper's, uh, her mom, uh, her neighborhood, there's dog poop all over the place. In the Netherlands. They that's, just leave it on the, on the yeah. That's old sidewalk. time. That's old school. I like that's that. Old, yeah, yeah, that's old school, baby. <laughs> the Paris. <laughs> that's, they have the Paris, people come right. at night to wash the streets yeah, off. That's why they have to do it. Right. Yeah, as as a kid, <laughs> as like a kid, I walked the dog and we never picked up the poop. It wasn't until what about eighties maybe that that started. People give a hoot. Yeah, give, give a hoot. Give a hoot. Don't pick up your poop. Pick up your poop. I missed that commercial. It's a lesser known, lesser known of the environmental commercials. Yeah. Give a who was it? Don't pollute, right? Yeah. Give a who yeah. don't pollute. Yeah, that's. Um, uh, Woodsy Bear. That we were yeah, Woodsy through, Bear. Yeah. Was that it? Was, yeah, it was no, like it was, only uh, you can start Woodsy Owl. Fires. Woodsy it was, Owl. Uh, it was um, who's the bear? Uh, the bear was uh, Smokey. Smokey Bear. Smokey Smokey bear. bear. Yeah, Woodsy Bear. Woodsy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Woodsy bear. Come on, come on, Smokey the Owl. I mean, that's. I mean, this whole uh, the transgender thing. Come on, I mean, it's time to be more inclusive. You can have you can have Smokey <laughs> Woodsy Bear and Smokey <laughs> the Owl. <laughs> You, you were speaking before about the commercials, like for Colo Guard, and right. stuff, those things that come on at night. Right. Now, I don't know about you, but I watch some of these commercials, not intently. Them see them talking about watch out for you know bleeding from the eyeballs or going on and on. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to take this stuff. It's worse than the disease. I'm never going to survive because before I'll start taking this stuff, I got to be almost gone. I'm close to being on my deathbed before I take these things with all the side I, effects they have. I like That's the what I think. I'm like, really? Yeah. This is your advertising who's, to get me to take that? Who's the poor guy who got all those things? Like, <laughs> oh, he's got warts and, and bleeding from the eyeballs. Well, they want you to think it was just one person who had yeah. one of them. Right. They were spread yeah. out. No, right. just no. one guy. Just one guy who had everything. Yeah. Yeah. I like the one where there's the pill that the women can't touch. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Touch, Pregnant touch women that. should not touch this. Yeah. They, they say, don't look at it. Don't look at <laughs> yep. it. Don't look it in the eye. Don't look <laughs> avert, your, avert your eyes when you come near it. And then they get these aspirational names. Abilify. Yep. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Abilify, I think Abilify is one of those like psychiatric it's, type ones. Makes you f- See, I thought it was, some, heard of, it was some charm from Harry Potter. I thought, yeah. you know, Abilify. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> We mentioned Viagra. That was a mistake, right? That they were trying to develop something else. Really? And they found out that the test subjects would come back and yeah. report that. Uh, yeah. They, they were trying to, it was like a... Blood a, pressure or something. Yeah. or yeah. something. Some, some disease yeah. they were trying to cure, I thought. But well, yeah. We can make more money this way. My uh, my wife's niece, when she was little, saw one of the uh, like Viagra commercials come comes on TV. And of course, they're talking about erectile dysfunction. Yeah. And she's like pointing at all the guys. He's a reptile? He's a reptile. He's a reptile. So it exposes the lizard people. What I think is, is these, you've seen these Viagra commercials and they have these husbands and wives and they show them they're on a boat or they're whatever and they're, and they're painting and they're, you know, they're kissing and whatnot. And these women in these commercials are always gorgeous. So I'm assuming that these guys in the ads have got the worst case ever. Of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> because if this girl doesn't do it for you, there's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> They're good test subjects. Yeah, right? yeah. This guy yeah. can't get excited about this girl. Then, then yeah. he needs like two pills, I think. Right, right. Well, anyway, at this point, I think Jim would be playing the music. 
Yeah, we got, well, you guys, well, you it. haven't heard let's, the music. Let's hear the music. Well, we, well, I don't know afterwards. It's post-production. It's post-production. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can play it for you. Our listeners don't need to know that. Though. No, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it. I can play. I can't play. I'm it hearing it in my head right now. Well, no, what you're supposed to do is we're going to play it right now. Well, yeah, that's what you're saying. It, yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. And you said you don't have any music. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. You said play it. Play it comes, music. It comes yeah, in post-production. That's the magic of. I was trying to tee it up. Let's try it again. Take two. Take two. Here we go. We're gonna. This this is the time where Jim starts playing the music. Let's all count in together on three. Two, Two, one. Music. Well, hey, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. Tom. Thank you. Tom, I remember Very nice. Tom is Kent. Thank you, Chris. Nice to Kent, meet you. Kent, hey, thanks Jim. for stopping by. Tom, appreciate your yeah. time coming on here. Very in. fun. Yeah, good. Yeah. good so how many episodes have you guys done? This is episode, this will be episode like 10 and 11 if okay. we split it into two. Yep. This will be a weak one. If we don't have to <laughs> cram this all down into one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> Just find we'll a good 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. All right. seconds. Well, good night, everybody. Clap it up. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when our guest, Alice Morrison, gives us her insights on Japanese culture. You know what? We're podcast. not Japanese. No, we don't no. want to do that. You know, I just noticed she's got a little bias against the Japanese. Yeah, no, no, I love, it's, it's, I love them, but they're they very self-deprecating. That's oh. a great way to describe them because they're taught the the nail that sticks up gets pounded right. down. You know, they oh, want yeah. them all to be carpenters, apparently. Self, you know, <laughs> hammering nails. Yeah, yeah, right.